Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Friday. Shake off the tryptophan, Max. It's time to get to work. Yeah, between between the fucking tryptophan and then the the alcohol consumption, it was it's it's been a fucking rough one for for Mad Max this morning. I'm not gonna fucking lie. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I, I struggled. I struggled to get through the night without you know getting the beer sweats. You know, you know the beer sweats, right? Where it's just like ah, oh, you just can't get comfortable because it's just like you're literally sweating alcohol out of your pores and it's uncomfortable. Uh, that was my night. So I'm ready. I'm ready to go on this fucking Friday morning. Uh, last show I do this week. So, uh, until I, I, I meet with this knucklehead on Sunday, what's going on knucklehead. Hey, happy to be back here, folks. Yo, I, uh, I, I, I always love subbing. I, I'm feeling Panthers hole this week. It's fuzzy. There's lots of shag carpet. It smells like Phil in here, but it still feels like home. And it's especially gr- great to be here on the heels of a Minnesota Vikings win. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't get a chance to say that very much. Prime not, time, a prime, prime time t- Minnesota prime win. Time win. I know this is. I mean, this is. I, I'm about as high as I can get right now. Uh, de- although I'm feeling it a lot like Mad Max, having had a couple beverages last night. I'm definitely. Feeling the effects of the cornucopia of booze that I consumed yesterday. It's, uh, I was joking with the guys before, it's a little like a Jim Gaffigan bit. You know, I don't usually have two whiskeys, three white rascals, six cold snacks, and a cap soft, but it is Thanksgiving. So you do, you do let loose a little bit. And I, I definitely let loose the fam a little bit yesterday, guys. Were you guys hanging with the fam as well? No. I, I mean, well, Arch is in Canada. He doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> really have family in, in, in Canada, right? I mean, there's not much there for him. Uh, yeah, no. Listen, I had my in-laws over. It was a, it was a, it was a fun time. I try to keep uh, holidays kind of smaller, like not extended family. I don't have a huge family anyway, so which is great. Uh, less drama that way. Uh, no, it was, it was, it was a cool time. Um, of course, you know, I, I, am I'm, I'm a late August uh, born child, right? You know, I'm, I was born in late August. It's like Adam Wainwright. You know, and and, and you start to uh, do the math of reversing backwards, like. Goddamn, I was conceived on Thanksgiving. How the fuck did they even like? I mean, it's just goddamn like it's fucking filled with turkey and booze. Like, how the fuck did they even manage to? Like last night, I I, I didn't want anything. I just want to fucking go to sleep. Yeah, that that reverse math is disgusting, isn't it, Mad Max? I, I, I've done the reverse math before too, and it, it turns out February fourteenth is about nine months before my birthday. Oh, so. man, Christ! Hey, I did want to say congratulations to your Minnesota Vikings, there, Saxy. Oh yeah, I'm glad they eked out a win there. Holy yeah, cow! Their yeah, point differential is yeah. now plus five on the season. Awesome! Oh, wow. Wow. Look at them f- yeah. flying high, flying nine two. <laughs> I mean, should it have been though? I mean, what wasn't there a uh, touchdown that that uh, wasn't wasn't? A I, touchdown? Uh, yeah, are we, we going to chop it up? Uh, should we start talking about the games and then get to that? I, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, fuck it. Do you have a uh, Max's like three points? Oh, <laughs> my, th- my three points. Uh, one is uh, backdoor covers are amazing at times. Ooh, Thank yeah. you, fucking Giants. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you and, and uh, the Dallas Cowboys for, uh, you know, kind of uh, taking the fucking uh, fourth quarter off so we can cover on that one. Um, great, great 
uh, Lions performance, but it just goes to show you that Jared Goff is a good quarterback and, and Josh Allen is a very good quarterback and Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, point number three is, yeah, I think Minnesota's feeling a little bit lucky to walk away with a win. Uh, I think Patriots played them really fucking hard and there was a touchdown, maybe a touchdown. Uh, I don't I don't know what a reception or a touchdown is anymore. Uh, replay, replays don't fucking help us at all. So uh, those those are my main points. Uh, enter- listen, entertaining three games. I, I enjoyed all three of them very much. So uh, even that shit show of a Giants one because I fucking made money on it. So I'm not too much of a deficit heading into this Sunday's fucking episode, Maxie. Love it. Well, you know what? I, I, I like that because I know that I get a uh, reasonable mood max at least come Sunday. That's that's the good news about that uh, coming out with a couple of W's. But, you know, I'm going to be in a good mood, too, because I, I, I love seeing my Vikings when I, I don't have to look forward to, you know, primetime Kirk or something else poor happening to the Vikings on Sunday. So it's nice that they got 10 days to between now and uh, the next week of games. I'm definitely was watching it and had a, a great time. I, I, I think you're totally right, Mad Max. A lot more entertaining out of the uh, Thanksgiving slate this year than it has been in previous years. And maybe it has to do with the fighting Dan Campbells. Maybe it has to do with, you know, uh, having a little bit more intrigue out of a Detroit team and having a a, a solid um, ish, let's say, uh, team of the Cowboys and the Vikings who are performing on uh, Thanksgiving as well. I I thought it was a great showing for the NFL. You know, it's, it's such, it's such a huge day. It's, it's, really the most this is the best you we all agree this is the best thursday opening thursday is not the best thursday this is the best thursday for uh the nfl the entire season yeah it's i mean there's there's nothing like it and i it's certainly great to get it all all day i kind of wish they did that more though you know how they do the saturday games and stuff towards the end of the season man we we should we should get it all day like you know like the way that they spread the games out on thursdays that's that was that was kind of nice how do you guys feel about the spread you mean uh just tear the games one right Mm -hmm. after the other Oh, I yeah. love it. I love it on All Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't yeah. recall a thanks a, like a better slate of Thanksgiving games. Yeah. No. I, I, I can't. Memory? No. No, three for three. Three entertaining games. I, yeah. Even the Giants game felt, you know, it didn't feel out of hand yeah. until, you know, until the very end. Until but, it was out of hand. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 until they were jumming out of pots and playing whack-a-mole. At, right. that, point, at that point, right. you feel, all right, uh, the, the Cowboys going to win this fucking one. Um but, you know, you typically you know that the Cowboys and the Lions are always going to be playing. And uh, so it's contingent upon how well these teams are doing. And, and Dallas is usually, usually a respectable team. Like, I can't remember Dallas being just a god-awful fucking product out on the field, right? I mean, you know, it's usually a respectable enough product that uh, – and they usually step up, right? I mean, even, even going back to the Tony Romo ga- days, like I remember, uh, you know, a few of those where he just fucking lit it up and just had a fun, fun Thanksgiving. Um, Lions, on the other hand, um, you know, that's, 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 been a, that's been a rough go <laughs> for this <laughs> franchise for a while. And uh, it was an amazing showing. But once again, uh, when, when Jared Goff had to make the big throw, he couldn't. When Josh Allen had to make b- the big throw, he did. And that, that was the difference in that game. The Lions should have fucking won that game. The Lions absolutely should have fucking won that game. And, and you know, it was a, a fine performance from Jared Goff. That's as, as best of a fucking compliment that I can say is it was a, it was a better than typical Goff performance, okay? That's as fucking much praise as I can fucking love on this guy because uh, that, that's the difference between winning games and, and losing football games. This, this, this Lions team, you guys tell me, should this Lions team be above 500? The way that they play, if they had a different quarterback, if they didn't have Jerry Goff, 
should they be above 500? Yes. I don't. I think so. I think Plus. so. I, th- I think the talent's there. I think then, that absolutely the talent is there. And then, and, and it's just, you could throw a lot on the defense. But yes. That's, that's what you I mean. can. But then when, when Jared Goff gives you shitty field position or, or turnover or, you know, put your defense in these precarious situations, I'm sorry. If you're on the field a little bit more, if you're, you're, you know, constantly fucking playing like a red zone type fucking defense, it wears on you. Red zone, red zone defense is just a fucking different mindset and have to play that for a fucking good stretch of the game. Of course, your defense is going to fucking suck. Sexy? Yeah, I, 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 it's, the NFL is beautiful, guys. I, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just glad. I'm just glad that we we got entertainment to, okay. to, to such to such a high degree. I'm just that's that's all that's that's honestly all that I'm really about. And to, to be honest, like yeah, I uh, the the Lions. I I don't know if they would be better than a 500 team without uh, with perhaps a mildly better quarterback. Let's say Kirk Cousins was that quarterback. I don't I don't know if if they are. Much greater than five hundred. I'm going to be completely honest. I, I have trouble. I have trouble believing that Jared Goff really was making all that many. I mean, yeah, he was. He, he's not. He's not the greatest quarterback. But I kind of wonder how, how anyone else, even just a, like in the next tier above Jared Goff, would be doing in this offense. You know what I mean? With a better quarterback and a slightly better defense, not just the worst defense, maybe in the NFL. I think the Lions would be uh, at five hundred. Yeah, absolutely agree. But with that being said, the Lions defense sure made uh, Josh mm-hmm. Allen look like mm-hmm. a fool mm-hmm. certain times. Mm-hmm. What is going on with Josh Allen? Is he incapable of playing a whole season start to finish? Because we talked about, remember last year, I, I, I kind of thought he might start a little cold, and he did, mm-hmm. but he got much better. Is he just, just going to be inconsistent every season? Is that it? He's the inconsistent MVP. Yeah, he's he's the model of inconsistency, I think. And and of course, they're going to look at the injury. They're going to say, hey, there's there's the elbow injury that he's the uh, elbow, right? The elbow injury mm-hmm. uh, that he's dealing with. And, um, you know, there's there's always going to be that to fall back on. But I tend to agree with you. I think that this is a guy that maybe loses a bit of focus for a few games. Like, uh, uh, you know, w- whether the last season, yeah, it was early in the season where he just his mind wasn't right and his mind wasn't into it. Uh, there's no, there's no reason that uh, with with the you know team that they have on the field that Josh Allen shouldn't be going out week to week and doing the things that we know he's capable of. Uh, but yeah, there's always stretches of two, three games where you look at this guy. It's like is is his heart into it? You know, I, I not not to say that I get concerned to the uh, Andrew Luck level of is his heart into it. You know, I'm not that concerned with this guy just yet. But you see kind of glimpses of that, right? Where he's like you know, is football really what I want to be doing for my life? Like you see moments on the field where he's just kind of sitting there reflecting and it's just like, oh, fuck, is he going to luck us out? <laughs> you know? Well, and you know, he does, the way that Josh Allen plays is very interesting. I think that the coaching staff, uh, as much as they wish he didn't uh, stop running, they need him to run. They need him to make plays with his legs. As much as much as the coaching staff doesn't want that to be happening, you know, especially that uh, run right down the middle of the field where you know, the defender come in like right at his knees. Oh, man, I was it's that's part of Josh Allen's game, though. And I, I don't know. I think that he can be uh, he can find success even with his legs when he's not throwing the ball well. And when he, even when he has those red zone turnovers. You know, he he comes back and uh, what is it? Fumbles at like the four yard line and then still runs it in. You know, he's 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 unbelievable. And I mean, uh, Josh, he, he is the kind of guy who finds ways to win. I don't think that he has commitment issues to the game. If you ask me, I I, I don't I don't see that as much as you're saying, Mad Max. And as uh, I, I have to stand up for my my homie Phil, who's the biggest Bills fan in the world, because he feels like. Uh, 
you know, Josh Allen is definitely in it to win it and is uh, is, is is a full on like Buffalo native at this point, practically. I almost made it uh, posted as a joke in the book club, but I think the more I looked, I thought there might be something there pre Kansas City Bills uh, average point differential per game was 18.2 post Kansas City Bills average point differential plus three tunnel vision on the Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe, maybe. It could, it could be. It could be like you know, trying trying to focus in your biggest enemy and not seeing that there's other enemies around you, right? I mean, there's there's. Uh, I think they're now in first place again in the East, right? Uh, oh, until until to, until yeah. Miami plays this week. Plays Houston. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. Houston, Houston, Houston. Uh, they got they, they got one win on the year, right? Yeah, maybe uh, they, they, they should have had two, but. Uh, yeah, listen, maybe it is. Maybe it's, it's, it's just really thinking ahead to, uh, the inevitability of, of a Bills Chiefs, but they just got to be careful because that, that kind of, um, attitude you, rarely works out. I mean, just ask, uh, that Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the Rams, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was a defense. That was, the kids. <laughs> that was, that was Detroit Lions esque. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we focused on the Bills. Is there anything yeah, else to talk sure. about in in the the uh, Giants Cowboys game at all? I, I was gonna I was gonna ask. I mean, what do we think of the Cowboys at this point in time? Uh, they, they are, you know, they kind of uh, gave them a little bit of separation between themselves and the Giants now with that win, and now they've got two wins over the Giants this year, right? So yeah. that that really does become a difference maker when it talks about like you know playoff seating and, and whatnot. Um, I I I think I like Dak Prescott as a quarterback much more than a lot of other people around here do. <laughs> so uh, I I I really think that Dak Prescott is capable of of being, you know, um, in the top ten conversation, right? I I I really think so, and and he's winning games, right? So I, it's to me, I don't know if I can still take Dallas seriously yet. Right. Uh, I still think that there's some issues with this team, but we have to start taking them seriously enough to, to say that, hey, there are going to be a playoff team. This team is going to make the playoffs, especially in the fucking NFC where everything fucking sucks. Uh, and, and and can they make some noise, uh, especially divisional games are weird. Right, Maxi? And if they've got to face off against the Eagles in the playoffs, it should be a fun one. Totally agree. I, uh, I, I, I fully agree. I think I, I think. Um, the Cowboys are just an interesting team going forward because I don't know. Limited trust for Mike McCarthy, right? Limit, we, I think we all have a, a very short, short leash on the guy thinking at least that he can coach um, <clears throat> winning rosters. And we definitely wonder going into these kinds of matchups and into the bigger matchups, especially come uh, playoffs, whether or not that team is actually going to shape up and find a, they need to find a way to win to get out of the wild card round. Right. That's, that, that's what they're most likely going to have to do. That, that means going on the road and beating an opponent who's, you know, probably maybe a little bit better suited uh, at, at at some playoff victories than them. So, I it, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I, I I'm excited to see that, and I think you're totally right, Mad Max. Uh, divisional matchups are weird, and they may draw the Eagles right out the gate, and that would be a hell of a first round matchup here in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, da- Dallas is poised to make a, a pretty good run here. Uh, Looking at their schedule coming up, it's gonna be exciting to get down to Christmas Eve mm-hmm. when it's uh, mm-hmm. Philadelphia mm-hmm. Dallas. That's the game everybody needs to circle. Mm-hmm. I like Dallas. I like all their pieces. I like the whole team. I don't like who's standing on the sidelines. That's where I, <laughs> you said limited trust. I have no trust. <laughs> <laughs> he squandered one of the best regular season quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. 
<laughs> Rory saying Dallas winning it all. Whoa, over, Rory. Over in the chat, Rory. I, I don't know if that's just fucking teasing uh, uh, Kyle or, or or if he genuinely believes that. Uh, <laughs> man, like it, it's it, I, I saw I saw a meme. It was great. It was a, a an image from Madden with a. a, a Dak Prescott holding the fucking Lombardi trophy. And it, it, it was just along the lines of like, you know, thank you, Madden, for making Dallas Cowboys fans come true. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, that's what I've been doing with the Vikings for years and years and years. This is, this is the, the, the you only got one with Brett Favre holding it? Yeah. Uh, the, the, only, the only way I can undo the 1998 NFC championship game and uh, is, is to have Gary Anderson make a winning field goal at the end of that mother. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, shit. not much to talk about that game. Let's get to the let's get to the Patriots game because there's there's a lot to talk about here. Mac Jones rebounded. He looked pretty good. He honestly looked pretty good. I believe Next Gen said he was the best quarterback on the day overall. I, I but they still lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they still didn't cover. The Vikings won. Very good. Good job, Saxy. I'll take it. <laughs> I, it, it. It doesn't feel like a victory necessarily, especially the way that you're talking about it right now. Does it? Does, it, feel, it doesn't even feel like a moral victory. <laughs> I mean, some, uh, it was, it's a, it's a, here. Here you're going to show the clip, right? This is the Hunter Henry thing. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. So this is this is the play. This is the infamous play. So here we go. Here's the. Here we go. Yeah, that's a I mean, I mean, what what are they, <laughs> what are they saying? It's because it rolled when he got onto his back because look he's got he's he's holding like it moved when he's on his back like that's a touchdown right there right there right there because he's he's got he's got control the football as it crosses the plane like and he and so when he lands he's down right here he's got he's got control right here because he's down right now touchdown (laughs) when he rolls over that's when the ball kind of shifts around a bit. Are it you saying around. that he's he's got to fucking hold on to that like after he scored a touchdown? Like, I mean, you know, well, didn't it didn't didn't good old Terry McCauley on the broadcast say the whole surviving the ground? That was the whole uh, statement behind that. But I mean, I don't know when I when what I watch survival that... over the ground mean with the plane of fucking football. He, it, like he's oh. down right here crossing the plane. OK, so the ball does shift a little bit, but I mean. It's like catching the half yard line. I don't. Well, I, don't I don't think you can argue that at, at any point did this Patriots wide receiver not have control of that football. Oh, no. Fully agree. Yeah. Fully what agree. The, what the fuck is going on, man? Uh, so what is I, a catch? Uh, what is a catch? I have no idea. I have no idea. And, and then there was uh, the, there was also the uh, the touchdown uh, for the, in in the Cowboys game, less, less consequential, or whatever. Where you know, literally two two feet were in bounds. No, no touchdown. So I, I really don't know what replay is adding to this right now. Not, not to, not to do the fucking replay. Uh, here we go. It's time no, to go. No, no, no not to not do that no. yet. Um, start that. Start the but like, more. I mean, what, what value did this add? Right. What was it called on the field? It was a touchdown, right? It was a touchdown it was on the field. All the touchdown on the field, which means replay has to show conclusive evidence to overturn the call on the field. That's the that's the conclusive goddamn evidence. Like that's what they're saying is like we're gonna overturn the call in the field because of this. Ah oh, man, come on, come on! You, you got to be fucking kidding me. Oh. This, this is just bullshit. Listen, I, I I don't hate the outcome of it because of what it ended up doing and, and the result the result for my Vikings. But I'll be honest, watching that in the moment, the Saks kit and I were on the couch upstairs, and I was myself 
saying, oh, that's going to be a touchdown. There's, I can't believe they're re- taking this long to review it. There's no, there's no way. And then uh, when they brought in the uh, the rules analyst, et cetera, started talking about, it, oh, no, I don't think this is a catch. I, t- that's what they were saying. The rules, uh, it was Terry McCauley or whomever. I, I was thinking to myself, no, 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 they, they can't overturn this. There's no way that the person on the field is actually as crazy as the person who's in the booth right now. There's, there's no way. And then they were. It was, I, I, I don't know what a catch is either, guys, but I'm, you know what, uh, NFL refs giveth and NFL refs taketh. And, uh, and they certainly gave it. It felt like they were giving to the Vikings for a lot of the game. So I'm, I'm just happy to be on the right side. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. Uh, and of course, wonderful. Rory's still salty about Des Bryant at the Green Bay in the playoffs. As well, <laughs> which, which rightfully so, because I think that was the first time anyone ever uttered the exact phrase, what is a catch? <laughs> <sighs> well, you know what a catch is? Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. You know what we do know, Saxy Baxy, is uh, we do know what the book club is, right? Oh, we know the book club. What is the book club, Saxy Maxi? Is, is, is it a hangout of sorts? Yes, it's like it's like a chat room, but it's a Discord server instead. It's very nice. It's a place for all of the DGen homies to chat, chillax, shoot shit up, put it up all of our picks, all of the shit that's going on in our lives. We could talk about uh, Thanksgiving. You were posting the pictures of your delicious-looking smoked turkey yesterday, Mad Max, and uh, th- there were a lot of other pictures that were going up yesterday, too. It was a fa- fantastic time yesterday, and, and yeah, that's right. As the games are going on, the, the guy's talking about them. But yeah, it's it's sports betting. Listen, you listen to the show. You know we're about sports betting. We're making sports bets over there. Uh, Arch is constantly posting stuff he's not talking about on the air. He's making money that way. It's, I mentioned, I think, yesterday, Phil, probably the most profitable DGen of the bunch, posting all of his amazing props and stuff like that. And I'm sure oh, yeah. that there's going to be stuff coming up today. Oh, yeah, Phil already sent me a T. Te- he said, make sure you tell everybody about this. We've got plus 1,200, plus 590, and plus 1,700 coming up today. Woo. Wow. Woo. Wow, wow, wow. So Woo. listen, maybe you sign up right now. You sign up right now. Get the three free days over at thedgens.net. After that, it is the Black Friday sale. $25 back to the original $25 for a limited time only if you sign up now. And you can get access to all those conversations, all of those you know spicy memes, all the fun, and most importantly, all those picks. If you book it, over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. NBA. NBA. Oh, boy. Uh uh, so here's the thing is like we had a full slate Wednesday, nothing yesterday, of course, for NBA and NHL full slate of NBA, full slate of NHL today. I'm going to start off talking about sexy Maxi's uh, team, oh. the Minnesota Timberwolves oh. kind of hit a groove right now. They've won five in a row heading to Charlotte facing a Hornets team that's just continuing to deal with the injury bug. They have not looked complete all year. Uh, Charlotte, of course, coming off of a win over an even more depleted Sixers team, but it was only their fifth win of the season. Minnesota's been pretty damn good defensive all year, but what's starting to pick up right now is their offense. Uh, this recent recent stretch of wins has shown you know uh, a significant improvement in offensive efficiency and effective field goal percentage. Those things trending upwards. This is a very dangerous team if they can kind of keep the defense and the offense uh, balanced. There, I like them to get to win today. So a ten dollar money line bet on the T Wolves. Man, full moral support. You know, I haven't uh, treaded really into the. NBA or NHL season at all on the show. If you've downloaded and listened to every single episode, I I haven't I haven't done that too much. So I am kind of getting my feet beneath me like a baby giraffe right now in these in these leagues. So tread lightly here with my picks. I'm gonna give you full moral support, Mad Max. I I I don't know if I trust my Minnesota T Wolves. I you guys talk about how they don't have uh, all the depth in the world. And obviously it's something to worry about looking at the Charlotte Bobcat Hornet team here. Not not a whole lot necessarily going their way thus far this season. And the T-Wolves have won their last five straight. So I will give you full moral support on my T-Wolves, but I couldn't get to their side. Mm, I, I like where you're at with the uh, money line. What is that? Minus 180. I think Minnesota wins, but this five, I don't know if they cover this five. I think this is going to be a close game. I like Charlotte plus the five, so I'm going to put my ten bucks over there, and hopefully we can both cash. That would be nice. I, I like when that happens. You know, happens very rarely. Panthers here, and, you know. <laughs> Next up, I, I got some Panther talk coming up when we get to hockey. By the way, so okay. I'm, I'm going to my ode to Panther and my hockey picks. But let's continue with basketball. Let's talk New Orleans, Memphis. Up, uh, you know, social media has really done a number on Zion. After his last game, I, I posted this in, in the book called This Morning. A reporter asked him what he was looking forward to eating for Thanksgiving, and his, his fucking response was goddamn priceless. And kind of sad, really. Kind of oh. fucking sad. Thankfully, this podcast has never, ever <laughs> once made fun of Zion's weight. <laughs> at all. I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say that we have never poked fun at this guy's weight. Oh my God. Uh, he's going to get the matchup against his contemporary tonight as uh, one high draft pick goes against the other. John Morant, 
on the court for Memphis. Uh, he looked uh, somewhat healthy in his last game out. Uh, of course, he's he's had the bit of the injury bug himself, but his his, his points didn't get uh, get a win for Memphis in his last game, and I don't think his points today are going to get a win for Memphis either. Um, you know, the the Sacramento offense was just way too much for that Memphis team. And don't look now, New Orleans, a top five offensive team in the league. I think they're going to be a little too much for Memphis. So I'm getting a plus line on uh, the Pelicans, and I'm going to take it. $10 bet, money line bet on New Orleans. Oh, man. Mad Max, it's, it, it brings me back to last season here, and you talk about uh, my 600-pound life and, uh, uh, with Zion here. You know, you actually, this is, this is one of the games that I am on. And uh, you know what? I, 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 again, I'm precursoring this. I don't really know. Uh, I'm not I'm not great at my NBA betting, and uh, this is my first foray into it this year. I'm taking the Grizz, though, minus the two and a half. I, I don't mm. see John on the injury list. And uh, simply put, this is a John Morant bet. I, I, I like the Grizz minus the two and a half. New, New Orleans may have a better record here, but Memphis is a better star, in my opinion. So um, I'm betting in the greater star power uh, that can carry them three more points in the Pelicans. Feeling so, really good about my pick now. Thanks, Maxie. You're welcome. You're welcome, <laughs> Mad Max. You're very welcome. <laughs> I, I'm leaning the Pelicans with you, but uh, it just worries me. You know, after Thanksgiving, how Zion, what kind of, what kind of shape he's going to be in? Oh my god, it doesn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, last one up for me. Let's talk the Lakers and San Antonio. Spurs have lost six in a row, but they can't lose them all, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Lakers, they're zero and six on the road. They can't lose them all, right? <laughs> I mean, so what do I do here? A smarter man would just avoid this game altogether. But as I mentioned, I had a shit ton of beer yesterday. My brain cells not firing in all cylinders, so I'm just gonna bet the fucking Spurs. Ten dollar money line bet on San Antonio. It's the uh, stoppable force against the movable object game, right? <laughs> uh, man, looking at this one, uh, San Antonio has lost their last five straight and nine of ten. So I, I, I couldn't get, I, I couldn't quite get to San Antonio's side here. I, I'll give you moral support because a plus line is a plus line is a plus line. So I, I hope you get it, Mad Max, but. I, I I'm not on this game one bit. <laughs> San Antonio Spurs have become my Arizona Cardinals of the NBA. Ah. I always I, I want to bet them every single fucking day. <laughs> and it just always kicks me. And always regret it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, I'm doing it again. Uh, Spurs plus. Ooh, it's only four now. Ooh. Mm. Ah, fuck it. Get Ten bucks on the on the Spurs. All right, Max. You got anything else that you're betting on in the NBA? I I do, and you know, Mad Max. I hate to say this, but it's time to. Actually, no, this is probably good news for you. I'm talking about putting the band-aid on right here. We're going to talk about the uh, Sacramento Kings at the Boston Celtics. If you download listen to every single episode, you know that I don't know anything about the NBA or NHL right now. And probably for good reason, NBA is not great for me, but I'm trying my best. Celtics and Kings have been quite hot lately, uh, winning at least 8 of 10. But I see 8 points, and I can't help but like the Kings here plus the 8 points. So give me the Sacramento Kings. My instant reaction here is, I mean, because I love the Kings' offense. I think the Kings are very good. Um, I think I mentioned it, that their shooting on the road is starting to dip down. Remember, I bailed out of that one, uh, mm-hmm. and, and it was probably the smart play because they ended up losing that one. And so that's what I'm kind of seeing is this offense starting to trend down. Boston at home is unfucking believable um, You know, a wise Ben once said, uh, if, if you win, you typically cover. And from the numbers I'm seeing – this season, it's it's about like an eighty five percent clip of the you know the the favorites. If they win, they cover type thing. So on the surface, it seems like the Kings plus the points is the right play. I'm going to lean Boston here because I think they win. 
Yeah, I'm I'm leaning Boston as well. I'm just terrified that the Kings are going to get rolled today. The Kings are going to get treated like a Celtic intern today. I, I'm just I'm so worried about this game. <laughs> Jesus, leaning Boston. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all. That's all I got. I'm, you know what? This is par for the course. Me being on the literal opposite side of your lee of both of your leans. You, you know, you guys are clearly doing something right here because you guys are coming to the opposite side of me. So. Oh boy. Uh, you know, honestly, just the two. That's all I had. Yeah, yeah. Just the two games. I didn't see much else of value. Maybe I'll post more in the book club later. We'll see. Cool. Aki. Aki. So here, here it is. My ode to Panther. Uh, Carolina and Boston. Let's start off with this one, because uh, Panther has Panther has this uh, this this idea that uh, betting the Bruins. You've, did you find the line? Did I you missed have it. it I must have missed it. That's the top first game. First game should be the fr- very first game on the board. No. No. Interesting. I swear that it's a game. I thought that was yeah. I, I see it. Oh, you saw it. I I oh. swear I that, that was it's the a first game. one. I thought that uh, was the first one. Okay. I, I I swear that this is a game that is happening. There it is. Great. There you go. <laughs> uh, Carolina, Boston. So Panthers got this thing. is like, if you bet Boston, you bet the Devils, and you probably be profitable on the year. Okay. Well, last time out, Panther bet Boston. He bet the Devils. They fucking lost, both of them. <laughs> so now Panther's not here. And I'm going to look at this Boston Bruins team with what I would consider a favorable line against a good team. And that's what you're seeing with Boston. Boston is an elite team. And then when they go against a team like Carolina, who is that second tier, they're getting these favorable lines. Um, Offense for Carolina has been underperforming this season. So based on their expected goals, at some point it should improve. Uh, But, you know, I faded Carolina in that big hit, this big hit this week. I don't know, uh, Maxi, if you tell me on that one with the Coyotes. They beat Mm, beat Carolina. Yeah, yeah, 310. Oh, yeah. Uh, Beat the, you know, uh, beat the Hurricanes for nothing the last time out. And I think Boston rolls today. $11 bet on the Bruins. Man, Mad Max, I love your hockey picks. You are a smart man. You're you you are a very very smart man, and it's a good thing that I'm a member of the book club because uh, you guys have heard my NBA and my own personal NHL bets, and you guys know how these things go. Not good. So it's a good thing that I have you to tail to keep me afloat. Uh, folks, join the book club and just tail Mad Max on these things. I'll give you full moral support on this. I don't have a side on this game that I liked, uh, but I I do like whatever side you're on, Mad Max, because you <laughs> you, you know how to make me money. So I'll, I'll full moral support, double full moral moral support on you. There you go. All right. All right. Uh, next one up uh, that I want to talk about is the New Jersey Devils. Holy shit. As if I predicted <laughs> this one. Going to my uh, my Panther. I have actually tri- a trifecta of Panther knowledge today for, for hockey. So this is num- point number two. Devils looking to uh, bounce back from a weird loss. I don't think I've ever seen so many goals taken off the board because of skate interference before. Devils had three fucking goals taken off the board in their last game against Toronto. And, oh, by the way, they probably could have won if those fucking goals weren't taken off the board. But I digress. Uh, Buffalo has won two games in a row and have put up some impressive offensive numbers. And it's going to be interesting, though, if they can maintain that output level against Vanasek, who is just unfucking believable this year in goal. I'm going to eat the chalk on my home state team. $11 bet on the Devils. 
Man, well, uh, full David Putty moral support here uh, on, <laughs> on, on, on on your Devils. Uh, I, okay, would you call it New Jersey Devils an elite team this year? They, they're 16-4. and four. Yeah, yeah, they are an elite team. Uh, uh, you know, the big difference maker for them, I, I wasn't concerned about their offense going into this year, their, uh, but their offense has looked Colorado-esque. Uh, I was worried about their goaltending, and Vanasek has fucking locked that shit down. So this, I, I put the Devils in the elite category right now. There we go. Well, you know, betting on good teams is something that I always say, uh, don't feel bad about betting on the better team. The team is a good team. And it certainly appears that in this scenario, New Jersey is the better team. So I, I, I like the Devils. You And you know how I will blindly follow you down any corridor or a dark alleyway you have, even if it is a Arizona Coyote related alleyway. <laughs> I will I, I will blindly follow you down at Mad Max. You can be my seeing eye dog. So I, I, I will follow you on this one as well. Right. I, I, I seem to have had a good like bead on the coyotes though this year. <laughs> like really, I, really I, have. I really have, you know, known when to really avoid betting coyotes. Uh, spoiler alert today: avoid betting the coyotes today yeah. against Detroit. Mm-hmm. Not a great matchup for them whatsoever. You're seeing that big plus line. Detroit is one of the least penalized teams in the league. They do not give up a lot of power play goals. Avoid that one. One that I'm going to talk about and finish my Panther trifecta NHL hockey guru uh, logic is fading the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, Anaheim not a very good team, and they, they do not have any good qualities whatsoever. They're they're you know uh, and, and you know their hockey team sucks too. Is the, the the city of Anaheim sucks, and, and so there's a hockey team. Uh, and they're not an unlucky team. So you look at some of these, you know, these quote unquote bad teams and you say, oh, well, things could shift because of their luck. No, this is what Anaheim is. Ottawa, on the other other hand, is while they're equally as bad record wise, their offense is actually not that bad. And I think that's the difference in today's matchup. Both goaltenders suck. It's going to be whoever scores the most goals. And I like Ottawa to score more goals than Anaheim today. And that's typically how you win a hockey matchup. Eleven dollar bet on the Senators. Yeah, I, I will follow you down this alleyway as well, Mad Max. I'm looking at the over-under here. It looks like you can get 6.5 plus 100. You say that there's going to be a lot of scoring in this game. Do you like the over 6.5? I indeed do. Well, I might double up with you here on this one then and uh, hop on that as well. I... Uh, I, I I'm ha- I've been having fun, Mad Max, making money on hockey and not having to think with my own brain. And that's been a, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a good thing, and I, I really want to just keep that going. So we'll follow you down this path too. Let's do it. All right. Those are my three games. Are there any other games you guys want to ask any questions about or get a, you know, any opinion oh, on? Yeah. I got one. Okay. I got one. It, it's the old Toronto Maple Leaves mm. at my Minnesota Wild. Mm. And uh, Wild haven't been on to that great of a start this season, whereas the Maple Leafs seem to have something going. So I'm going to bet against my home Wild. I, I, I don't trust the Wild at all. Uh, and so maybe it is a little bit of an emotional hedge coming off of the Vikings win. I feel okay to, today, though. So I'm, I'm going to take the Maple Leaves and give me the power of the great white north all right what line do we have on the maple leafs like minus 114 115 so we're talking about what is that (laughs) like um 53 something like that 53 implied probability yeah maybe yeah right around there yeah right around there i i I have this as a almost a 50 50 game i think minnesota has an opportunity to win this one Uh, i don't love them i'm only going to lean them in this one but it's a coin toss of a game i I don't think toronto's just going to absolutely go in there and roll um another team that is weird this year i kind of expected them to be that elite team that the devils are and they're just good you know they're they're you know they're fine and the fact is that they're minus 114 here just kind of indicates that 
you know, the, uh, the, the, the books aren't afraid of this Maple Leafs team either. So I'm going to uh, lean the Minnesota Wild for you, Maxie. You're welcome. I'm, I'm, I, thank you. Thank, thank you, Mad Max. I, you know what? Again, I, I, I'm still on the opposite side of you guys. It's, fun, it's funny how that works. I, st- I still remain <laughs> on the opposite side, even in NBA, NHL. I, I can find the other side. I'm, I, I'm like the opposite of Panther. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any underdogs that really jump out uh, at me in the NHL. Honestly, it looks like a kind of a favorite. It's a chalky day. day. It's a chalky day. Um, Scrolling up and down. I don't see anything I want to. Columbus, maybe I would say, okay, here, here's my favorite lean of the day. I'll tell you this Seattle Kraken. I think that the Seattle Kraken have an opportunity to beat Vegas. I have them winning about 41% of the time. So I think the implied probability then favors Seattle to give them a look at the plus 165 range. Um, Again, I do think Vegas wins, but if I had one, maybe like this, I'll call it. This is my favorite lean of the day, the Seattle Kraken. You're just taking a look at this. Uh, it looks like it's group hour and goal for Seattle Kraken. And I feel like I feel like last year I bet on every group hour over. I feel like I bet on that every game last season. So, I mean, let's let, 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 let's hope for some goals today. That's that, that's that's what I'll take in this one. Another six and a half. I'll take the over in this one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw a comment. Uh, it got me off guard. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I saw that before too. I saw that before too. It was pretty fucking. Funny. What did yeah. we talk about today? We talked about <laughs> Thanksgiving Day football. Very good. Very fun stuff. Um, three for three, entertaining games. Very good. Very good NFL. Of course, we talked about the NBA and NHL. Max, that is it. That is it. Let us know you an hour, picture because anyways, big over on Twitter at betting absolute no matter what you listen to. Please eyes ring, comment, subscribe, download, listen to every single episode. Maxi, take us home. Let's do this fucking DJ parlay thing. Maxi, who do you want in the parlay? Oh my god, who do I want? Ugh. Let's you guys don't like any of my picks today, but I'm I'm give me the plus line with the Sacramento Kings. Plus seven and a half. Ooh. Plus eight. Oh, plus eight. I think it was plus eight. Or maybe eight and a half, maybe. I think it was eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay, okay. Get, I'll, I'll take all the help that I can get here, clearly. I need sit it. back and let it get up to nine, ten percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait a little bit. Wait a little bit. It's going to get there. Uh, Arch, what, what do you like? You know, honest to God, the Spurs plus the uh, was four. Let's see if you can still get five. Yeah, let's take the four there. Um, fuck. Uh, I keep, keep my NHL thing going. I'll take the Ottawa Senators here. Why the fuck not? This will be fucking fun. The Ottawa Senators, I think you have minus 140. So that is your fucking DGEN parlay. Uh, Maxi, take us home. Hey, DGENs, thank you for listening to us today. Thank you for letting me sub, folks. It was It's always a pleasure to join you guys in Phil Panthers, Fuzzy Shack Carpet, and Holt. Uh, y'all, let us know what you did, what you're thinking about doing today. Head on over to the book club, thedgens.net, where it's all said and done, folks. Let's make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.